episode 595 of the leakhouse podcast i am nick cooper joining me is aiden rock arts hey how's it going and colton sweat hello big nicholas hello um on this week we're gonna hear uh, a couple new patrons as well as all of our patrons at the end of the episode a little bit of league cast news we'll talk about 2v2v2v2 mode and tier list and stuff like that uh and then probably just jump straight into roundtable uh, and close it out with mail fight. So, Aiden, how was your week? Mike was good. Uh, played a lot of league. Um, on my main account, I'm master two hundred. On my Smurf account, I'm like master fifty. And then I got another account from plat four up to D two with a seventy percent win rate overall. Um, Hell yeah! So I'm hoping. It's to... a weird way to say you boosted Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I've been playing really well though. It's crazy. Nice. I, I think we like won 75 percent of our games uh, doing, which is cool. Uh, doing's just OP. It turns out. Um, I even started <laughs> playing support instead of top because it like just has it has so much more impact if you're like good at support. Um, mm-hmm. So I've just been playing Rack in every game, and that character is crazy because he do- fills every single role support can fill. So. Yeah, Rakana is really good. He's that's actually sure. insane. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like the most of my week. Um, I have some league cast news that we'll talk about, but just just lots of league. Cool. Colton? Hey, uh, I also have been playing League of Legends because the end of the, the split is coming up. Uh, I got back to Master, playing a whole bunch of support, mostly Rel. Um so now I'm, uh, I'm I'm locked in. I have to play one more to not decay, but it doesn't matter if I win or lose. So, hooray! I'm going to be masters at the end of the season. Uh, I did not get an account to D2 with like a seventy percent win rate uh, alongside that because <laughs> I don't have another account. I didn't. Uh, all, all of mine are still trapped on Singapore. That's so right, funny. fucked us, dude. <laughs> i'm sure eventually it'll happen but it'll be like probably another year yeah yeah um if if it's not ever it's that's gonna be so sad you know i put enough disclaimers on that that i don't feel bad for anyone who lost their account Mm -hmm. yeah but it Um, still sucks yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like to me as as much of a tangent as it as it is the thing that is like irritating about it is that there will be people legitimately who like yeah. played on that server and then moved and get screwed. <laughs> yeah. Like for all the people who like abused the opening rewards and like try to like hoped that they would get their account back. Like it's, it's fine. It's, it's frustrating. But like the people who are actually like living there playing on that server and they're like, Oh, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to move to the United States. Oh, well, I guess I should make a new account. Yeah. They'll eventually so open never it up be able because to transfer. That, for sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I uh, am masters in that. I've been playing some TFT with the new set, trying to figure out how all this shit works. Um, I I do like the like little legend or tactician or whatever the fuck it's called, where you like 
can get a little bit more control mm-hmm. of what augments you're going to get. Um, as well as the fact that you can like re-roll your augments a lot more now. Um, so, you know, you don't end up getting like really, really shit ones and you can a lot of times get the ones you actually want for your, whatever comp you're playing. Um, but that's been about it for me in terms of, uh, league and TFT. So I'll hand it over to, to big Nicholas himself. Hello. How's your, how's your climb going? Um, it's going okay. I, um, have won four game, my last four games. So I'm up to D1 60 something. Um, I feel like I was playing pretty well in them, but, um, I absolutely got hard carried in a couple of the games. So I will, uh, take what I can get at this point. Um, hoping to finish masters. That would be really cool. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see. I started my new job this week, so it's been, um, pretty much taking up a lot of my time um yeah otherwise i guess uh still progressing in hollow knight very slowly i just got to city of tears which is pretty cool um i think that it looks like a really cool zone so we'll uh we'll have to see how that goes um yeah i mean i guess that's pretty much it you have one more piece Um, of news do i yeah uh you got your uh you got your uh, oh yeah account to level 30 yeah, my Smurf account's level 30. It took ages, but I finally made it. I pulled so. up the stats, by Pretty. the way, if anyone was curious, because we had people in our Discord saying, you just play it for like two weeks, and then you get you get there. You yeah, just, yeah, you just play for two weeks. Um, So Nick played okay. 171 games um, with a 65% win rate, 131 ARAMs, and 40 blind picks uh, to get Giga to level 30. So uh, yeah, just play for two weeks, and then you're there, right? Yeah, just play a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it was way longer than I, expect, uh, than I expected it to be. I would never recommend anyone to to do that ever, ever. Uh, if you're going to, um, if you're going to want another account, just buy one. Buy <laughs> Five dollars. Yeah, Spend, fuck like, Riot. Even, honestly, honestly, do it f- just for the, um, uh, um, if you want an account and you don't want it to get banned, like spend the money for the hand leveled one. Like it's, it's still worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, then spending that much of your life, you know, playing, uh, uh, a Rams and normals and things like that. And that's so, what, it, like, that's the biggest thing is like it, at 170 games, let's just say they're all ARAMs. So let's just say like 20 minute average, right? Like that's, that's yeah. so much your fucking life, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so yep. just, just quick math. If it's like a 20 minute average, that's 57 hours of your life that you just like did like versus you can pay three dollars to have an account that will probably get banned after a couple of years or you can pay like 15 to have an account that's probably just not going to get banned like <laughs> yeah exactly like it was um i mean i wanted i'd wanted to do it for a while just to be able to i don't know give commentary on yeah. like the the situation that it yeah exactly exactly um but I mean, having said that, like, please don't like spare yourself the time and just just buy one. I I would never recommend leveling one. Um, I guess like I haven't seen how it do- doesn't like ranked yet. So if it's um, you know, maybe I'll change my tune whenever you know I'm gaining like 50 LP a game or or whatever the I don't know the mm-hmm. the gains will. But I feel like it's not going to be that much better than you know a, a bot account. Yeah, it's wild because I've hand leveled four accounts Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i don't know like i I guess i did several of them a long time ago but like man i i 
could not do it again today. Yeah, and I think the I think a big thing is like you probably did that when you were like in college or no like partner or anything like yeah. that or maybe just less responsibility. Sorry, honey, whole, I gotta play my first one of the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, come home and then play on average two games a day, right? Yeah. Just to get your your first win. Uh, I guess like 0.75 is more appropriate, but um, I don't know. It was just like, it's just such a nightmare. I did not enjoy it. I, I really do love Riot, but like they got to fix that shit, man. Yeah. I just think there are a lot of um, alternatives that they could do that would help the game, help Riot. Like I, I think they should just be selling accounts. So mm-hmm. that way, Hey, we can, we can track who is smurfing tight to whatever account yeah, link it to uh, your if you're like yeah if you're too toxic punishments can get like shared and things like that i mean it's just i don't uh, it's just a no-brainer I, and it just prints like you they, a shit ton of money yeah like they they have the marketplace now they just make all of that money yeah exactly exactly because people people are going to be purchasing new accounts it's not it's, it's not a an if you know it's just a, a when and how so if you can control that i don't know i don't know why you wouldn't want to for sure. But, oh, well. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so I, I guess that's that's it. So we'll jump into uh, our hearing about our patrons and then some lead cast news. Aiden or uh, Colton? Yeah, so uh, we got two new patrons this week, Trevor O and Chandler W. And then at the end of the show, we will read the full wall of support, which is looking awfully thick. All right. Sounds good. Thank you to Trevor and Chandler. Uh, Aiden, you said you had a lot of lead cast news. Well, just one thing, but it's a big thing. It's been oh. cooking. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I'm doing the, the, the pseudo coaching. I'm, I'm trying not to call it coaching, um, but I've changed the name like three times, but now it's currently called a mm-hmm. uh, mentor, uh, student, uh, and it's going to be. For I like that up. better than the other one, by the way. Yeah, the only main reason <laughs> I was running with the master was first of all, the master is also has some weird, some weird stuff with that. Term. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but also, like, I, I also ha- had someone ask me, like, oh, is this only for master players? <laughs> oh, I see. Which is also confusing. So uh, I did mentor student. Um, so the if you haven't heard me talk about it for like the last couple months, the idea is that if you are a gold and below player, you can now go to our Discord and sign up using a Google form link. Um, um, and that will like ask you information about rank season, how many games you played, what rank you are, what roles you play, yada, yada, yada. And then if you're plat or above, you fill out that same information um, and you are paired together, a plat plus player and a gold four, gold uh, or below player. Um, and they're kind of like, it's like pseudo coaching. It's not coaching because I don't want people to be like, this sucks if my like one guy doesn't want to do anything. Um, but it's like, it's more just like a learning experience where hopefully like you can ask this person questions. You guys can figure out what works best for you. If it's like doing a replay review, just talking about stuff. Um, you guys can figure out your own availability and stuff. Um, but it's just a test run. I want to make sure that it, it runs well. Hopefully there's not many complaints. Cause once again, it's just supposed to be a fun thing where people are giving out their time to help others in the community. Um, I think just developing more and more community activities is going to be positive. Um, but it, all, everything's there about how to sign up, what it's about, when it starts, starts the beginning of the season, goes the entire season. Um, so for July 19th until whenever the season ends, um, you have until <laughs> the 15th of July to sign up. Um, uh, it isn't going to be necessarily first come, first serve. Usually I do first come, first serve for tournaments and stuff. The only reason that I might not do it here is that I am probably for this test run going to be a little bit more 
picky, I guess, with choosing stuff just because, mm-hmm. A, um, I think there will be way more golden below students who sign up than uh, platinum above oh, yeah. I mean, mentors. Yeah, um, the- I'm allowing mentors to t- take up to three people if they want. They can select how many if they want one, two, or three people um, to give their time um, based on, I don't know, whatever, they, whatever their schedule looks like. But still, I mm-hmm. even expect, even if we have like, even if like most of them choose three people, I think we'll still have a surplus of uh, students, if you will. Um so I'm just going to like obviously choose people who a are involved in the community. I, I can recognize, I know they're good people. I know they will hopefully get something out of it. Um, and B uh, actually played ranked. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. not that you, you can't sign up if you didn't play ranked, but I'm definitely going to choose people who have uh, played like a, I have a number in my head of number ranked games. You know what I mean? We'll see where the actual average is of like people who sign up. But yeah. obviously, I want someone who has played ranked, wants to improve. Uh, hopefully, we'll get value out of this, etc. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But uh, I'm very excited. Uh, cool. It's going to be a lot of fucking putting shit together, but I think people will get value out of it. And I hope uh, it's not a absolute headache. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's going to be great. That's, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, if I were a, uh, a student, I think it would be uh, very worth my while. Yeah. And I, I thought, like, at so. least we can probably each take, like, at least one person sort of thing. Just Yeah, for sure. It's like a, for sure. But that part. costs extra. Um, yeah, so. it costs extra. I'm only going to take a student if they are forced to call me uh, <laughs> something not mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not going to be any of the other ones. It's going to be, like, senpai. Oh, that's, that's okay. worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, sorry. Lord Emperor uh, King of the Dojo. That's that's my Cool. That's really cool, actually. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them switch their main to Zed regardless of what role they play. Nice. Yeah. So either way, uh, go ahead and sign up for either if you're Plat Plus to be a mentor or Gold or Below to be a student. All the information's in our announcements tab on our Discord, Discord.gg/leadcast. Or and I also made a thread in our League of Legends channel um, that you can probably easily find. Hell yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's uh that's super cool. I'm really excited about that. I hope it um I hope it turns out as well as it. It sounds like it's going to. Hell yeah. Uh, awesome. Should we talk? My students to... are going to beat up your students. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, they're going to find you in an alley and they're going to beat you up. <laughs> they're going to find me in an alley. <laughs> yeah, Not my gonna, students. They're going to find me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they find you and beat you up and then make you dox all your students. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. That's so More funny. efficient that way. Ah, uh, okay. You've been thinking about this, huh? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's what that's that's how you become Lord Emperor King of uh, the Oh, I see, I see, I see. It's not it's not a title I take on lightly. <laughs> um, let's talk about the two v two mode because we had a, a good discussion in the Discord, and I would love to hear some fleshed out thoughts. Hell yeah! Um, I guess the just to set it up, uh, not next week, but the week after, Riot is releasing their two v two v two v two mode, with the arena as they call it. Um, which is kind of just a mode where you do 2v2 battles, uh, you gain stats and items, you fight each other, and then the last team standing wins, um, kind of like TFT health style. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been out on PBE for a week now exactly, uh, as of today, um, and I think it's getting really good reception. It seems like we've seen the range of emotions from, this is pretty good, uh, to, oh my god, this will save League of Legends, you know, so. yeah, to like this is the this is the greatest thing Riot has ever done for a league. Yeah, and I mean, uh, which I, I don't think is like I don't think it's hyperbole, given what the person was saying. Yeah, they they very much seem serious about the, the way. Which, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Maybe it's yeah. like a little bit much, but I'm glad people are excited for it. I think that's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the the main discussion is well, first of all, all of us are excited to play. I think that's yeah. goes without saying. Um, we are, I think, a little bit disappointed that they're not launching with like being able to queue with people, which is fucking crazy. But uh, that, that's okay. Um, 
And then the biggest discussion point is it's a fun game mode that has a pseudo ranking system. It has like the TFT hyper roll ranking system. Um, on PBE, it doesn't have MMR. Um, on launch, it's supposedly supposed to have MMR. People are talking about it like it's supposed to have MMR, um, like matchmaking, match made, matchmaking rating. Um, not sure what the actual actual other M is that uh, in there. Um, s- similar to like normal games, ranked games, all that jazz in regular Summoner's Rift. Um, but the big discussion is it's a fun game mode with a rank system. So where are we supposed to try harden it? Are we supposed to have fun? Are we supposed to look up meta builds? Are we supposed to make tier lists of what's good, what's not? Um, and I think that's caused a lot of, I, I would say hostility is probably the right word. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I think like a lot of it is like, obviously everyone's making tier lists and making content and stuff like this is the most OP thing ever. Um, but the biggest one was LS and Elite 500 made a tier list. Elite 500, I think, is like ranked like 50 on the PB ladder right now. Um, and wow. the amount of responses to it is crazy. It's a lot of people being like, oh my God, you guys are ruining the fun mode. Um, which to LS's response is usually, it has a ranking system. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I, I think we kind of all vary in our perspectives a little. We talked about it on the Discord for like, I'd say like half an hour, an hour or whatever. Yeah. Um, my mm-hmm. opinion's changed like, hourly <laughs> thinking about it yeah um but i'd love to hear your guys thoughts maybe on like the mode in general and then the ranking system is it a try hard mode is it a fun mode should we even be try hard yeah. in league so, in general because it's a video game one one thing i want to start with just in general is that riot has now continued to do this across several game modes where it's like there's a number attached to it right like it's 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 a rated mode and there's only the rated mode which i really dislike mm-hmm. because it, it it i think really muddies the water of you know this is for fun this is for rank um right so like double up only has rank now hyper roll is you know only, has only ever been rated um you know this new 2v2v2 mode is only rated and so you're going to have, I think, regardless of what the intent was, like people wanting to approach it either for fun or for a competitive level. And I understand them not wanting to like split the player base in terms of like queue time and, and better matchmaking. But it, it is really frustrating that a lot of these then become inaccessible or you can't play the way you want to play because it, it is rated, right? We're like... I like playing double up and I've been like trying to play it somewhat like competitively on the ladder. And so now I can't play double up with any of my friends who like aren't playing TFT a lot mm-hmm. or I just have to acknowledge that I'm going to like tank a hundred LP if I want to play with my friends and like same thing in 2v2 mode, right? Like it's like if Aiden and I are grinding 2v2 v all day and we, we get up to you know very high ranking whatever it is and then chris is like oh hey i, I came back to league of legends i saw there's this cool new 2v2 game mode do you want to play with me friend i have to be like no you're too low rank i can't i don't want to play with you just a step in there like, i, I kind of felt that already where like um I, i'm not playing it at all until like it comes out because i want to play with kennedy like the day it comes out um because we, we both have been excited for for a while but it's like one of those things where it's like okay we play for a while and then i want to play with nick and colton and trevor or whatever oh, maybe just kennedy and i will hit high rank or whatever and it's like at some point it's going to become like not fun for her and i to play together because it's like a rank mode and like you're gaining points whereas like we could just Mm -hmm. in theory if i just played with my friends on one account and then her on a different account we could just continue just have fun goofing playing whatever um and that might be more optimal for like our enjoyment right whereas if there was a normal key we'd just queue normal key right 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's not like, you know, you have easy access to a second account through Riot's uh, official system <laughs> that wouldn't be banned. Right? Because, like, that's the other thing. It's like, if you want to do this, sure, then let me let me have a second account where I can play not serious, right? Like, <laughs> if you're only going to allow me to, to play in the ranked sandbox, then I, I need another account so that I can play with my friends who aren't the same rank as me. Yeah, um, I, um, I, I feel like that's definitely a frustrating aspect of it like obviously we would like to play with whoever you want in a setting that's not like super competitive like that um but i i definitely can understand why like like aiden you said you wouldn't want to split the player base and you know have a a ton of different um people like get queued up between two different modes when i think their last like big game mode that they've put time and in, 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 uh, energy into doing was Nexus splits. And it was pretty like, despite my enjoyment of it, I think it's like one of the, the better modes that leak has ever come out with. I think it's a very low, um, player base, uh, game mode. So I, 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 I guess like, I, I do understand that to, to sort of shill for riot a little bit. Oh yeah. It's definitely understandable why they do it. It's it's just frustrating from like the player's perspective. Yeah, for sure, like, absolutely. As a player, I don't give a shit how many people are like playing your game mode, as long as I can get into a match in under ten minutes. Um, well, that's I I think I think that is like a different discussion. Um, like I I know you said ten minutes. I don't know if you actually like mean ten minutes. Um, but I think a lot of people when specifically when they're discussing um, like. I wish I could queue for no autofills and you know, I'd be willing to wait up to 20 minutes, like up to 10 minutes for um, like for, for this, this queue. And I, I think in reality, people like really undervalue how important a, like a fast queue is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think generally that's definitely true. And I also think part of league's issue on that front is that it's not just that I have to wait for 10 minutes. It's that I have to like actively be waiting for 10 minutes. Cause mm-hmm. I need to be there to click yeah. accept. Um, right. If it was like, Oh, I can like go in the other room and like watch an episode of something. Cause I know that it's going to take 20 minutes to like arrange a lobby. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very different thing. Yeah. That's true like, too. I, I have to be actively waiting to click accept. Mm-hmm. I do think most people wouldn't want to wait, but like, you know, maybe 10 minutes is longer. Like I think five minutes, I, I absolutely would wait. Cause that's a pretty regular wait time. I, I feel like in, in like masters area, depending yeah, on but the that's only be- I feel like that's because that, that's not much different than what you're waiting for now. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, if it was really, really long, like, would you wait half an hour for, like, perfect equity, like, perfect parity in matchmaking? No. Yeah, like, um, and I think that's a, that's where a lot of people are. Not not to, like, um, get away from the topic too much. Um, but, like, I, I do think it's important that a ton of people are playing the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and that definitely, if, if they split to a normal and a ranked queue... Mm-hmm. Right, that's gonna decrease the quality of matchmaking, increase the time for both of those. Uh, you know, and it, and it, it is a tough thing to balance. It's yeah. just, I, I don't know, maybe it's my like 
just having played league for so long getting into a match has never been a problem because the player base has been Mm -hmm. big enough yeah um where i you know my initial gut reaction is like there'd be enough people that you could do that and then i wouldn't have to worry about like either tanking my rank or telling my friends no i'm not going to play with you because you're not good enough i guess i also think part of it sorry is the is the longevity of the game mode um considering it's it's not gonna be just something that's one week two week right it's 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 like a couple weeks correct uh it's at least i think six weeks i think is what the event runs for i'm pretty sure i've heard that i feel like they put a rating system in and i feel like it's gonna stick i mean i think i think their goal is gonna be permanent i mean i think their goal is i think they're they want it to be permanent ah i see okay they haven't yeah i I could uh, see them wanting it to be permanent yeah. yeah, there's not coming out and saying because last time they said that about a mode, mm-hmm. there was Netflix splits. And they fucking it, the player base just tanked, right? And then they pulled something that yep. they told was going to be permanent, and people were upset. Um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to like just quickly jump in today. It is weird that they launch with the. I, I know it's not actually ranked, but like a rated mode um, versus a normal mode. It feels like the rated mode is something you yeah, bring what, after and the, yeah after after you see the reception for it right yeah i guess in there i i think in riot's mind it's just not a actual ranked mode you know what i mean and people are putting too much emphasis on it similar to hyperroll but the reality is if there's a number of people who don't want their number to go down right like it, it doesn't if normal oh, games yeah, had a number sure. dude I, like they'd be more tired like normal games have yeah. a hidden number mm-hmm. like everyone everyone should know that normal games are match made rated but the fact that you can't see that number helps it a lot <laughs> yeah definitely that's for sure yeah, and, and the, the the hidden nature of that number also is, like, a, a very clear point from Riot to say, like, this is not the mode you play to see number go up, mm-hmm. right? And, like, that's that's why so many people keep playing ranked modes is because it feels good to see number go up. Um, and so regardless of if it's, you know, your standard divisions or if it's just, you know, tiers or a flat number there are going to be people who are like, well, I, I started at 1100 and now I'm up to 2000 and I want to get up to 3000. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think again, you know, like kind of jumping back to the beginning, it's, it's a rated mode. There are going to be people who want to get the highest number. And then because that's a desire of the community, content creators and, and people who are doing that are going to build guides and tier lists and, you know, produce that content because that's how they see this mode and it doesn't really matter you know if that maybe is only a third of the player base like hey you can be part of the two-thirds that don't use a tier list or don't care about yeah. it um but you know again th- this is the there's there's only one queue so you're going to be in game with people who are trying to to win and make number go up and they're going to be using the tier lists mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's i think that's where we are today right is that like uh it's this discussion yeah. of um are we ruining a fun mode before it's even out right and i mean i th- so once again i'm everywhere on this i've been like on fucking both sides of this so far like i've thought about it a lot which is like shifting my dynamic right now i think i'm on the no it doesn't ruin it um especially if we don't have api stats i think that's where my line gets drawn i think people developing tier lists and having conversations and discussing stuff even if it is optimizing the game i think that's a good way of optimizing the game i think sitting down with people and having these discussions like it was like a two-hour podcast of elite 500 ls going over everything and like hearing them disagree on stuff because they they both just played a lot right there's no stats on pbe um Mm -hmm. so like uh, ls thought jace was like d tier and 
Elite 500 thought he was like S tier, right? And they like explained their thoughts and then played him, and like it's like that's really really cool, especially when there's no stats involved. Because if there's stats involved, they have that discussion, then they look up what he is on the like win rate yeah. wise and they go <laughs> no he's actually s tier because he has a 56 percent win rate in the mode right um so i mm. i personally like and this is kind of leads us back to the discussion we had a couple weeks ago about tft removing the augment win rates which i think just went live or goes live next like the next patch or maybe it's live on this patch um it's like sure it removes some level of like analyzing the game and stuff like that but I think that it creates discussion like that people you can just have a ton of people like discuss the game and be like oh I actually think this augments really good um it works in these scenarios and yeah it kind of still results in the same behavior of like optimizing the game but I think it's done such a such a more healthy way yeah I think so too I and um I I guess as the uh resident like tier list hater uh, I, I would like to, to preface this conversation with like, I, I think what the, they're doing is totally fine. Uh, I, even someone who posted on the um, subreddit about like really strong characters and, and their t- tier list, like uh, I'm personally like super okay with that. Um, it's just my opinion that um, I, I think like the making comp suggestions like of, of characters that work well together is a little bit to like over the line for me um and it uh, and it only stems from a fear of like i really just don't want people to just be looking up okay i i see that ivern rengar is the highest win rate like character like the combo so now there's three of them in every single game that you play unless they're banned right yeah, I mean, once again, like, yeah, that's. I, I think once again, I'm worried about the stats and the API, dude. Because like, what it's one thing for like to see the win rates of every character. It's gonna be another thing when you see the win rates of every character and then their delta of played with different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's. Yeah, and and <clears throat> I mean, so maybe that's the maybe that's the the dividing line is um the API, you know, and I'm 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 not really sure where I fall there, but I guess uh, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think that there's, you know, several areas where you could draw that line, and, and I agree, you know, if, if it gives you, like, the win rate of every character, and like you said, the delta, depending on who you're with, and, right, like, if you, if you go also into the stats of, like, who you're against, you, you do lose a lot of, I think, the fun of that, whereas if it's just, you know, we have no raw statistics in the game and it's just these are the characters that i think feel good and play well and and are good in the mode and that's a conversation to be had like that that brings me back to just like you know season three season four like 3v3 game mode right yeah it was like people weren't pulling the stats they just talked about what was good and what they felt was good and you know you, you had those conversations between like high level players or you like looked at what the high level players were playing um but I think that there's plenty of room there to still try something else. And like, hey, I, I you know I know that right now Darius Lee Sin is like the best thing according to everyone. But I I think we should be trying to play Elise Wukong. Like, I think that's better. And you know, nobody can tell you strictly yes, no. Like that's that is or isn't. Yeah. You just kind of have to try it and feel it out. Um, and that's where I would prefer a lot of these game modes be. Um, so like I would I would prefer probably that they don't have access to get an API and pull win rates for every character and like builds and all that. But if people want to make lists of what they think is good and what they like to play, yeah, go for it because that's not an authoritative source. That's not you solving it. 
it's just you sharing your opinion mm-hmm. um and again that's i think a very different you know thing as well as like if there isn't a definitive one i think you run into a lot less of you know x2 characters just being in every single game because if you know four big streamer personalities all put out their tier list they're probably not going to look exactly the same they're not all going to have the same like two characters and s plus and then everyone's going to agree and all pick that they're going to be you know hey there'll be a ringer or ivern in one game but they're against a on a Tarek Callista because those were on two different people's tier lists yeah yeah, no, I, I mean, I think just in general, discussion about the game is good, and I don't think there's enough about enough discussion, like, in general. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing that, like, we're, Nick and I were discussing earlier um, is, like, it's definitely, like, tangential to this discussion, but definitely not directly mm. related, is the idea of, like, games being hyper-optimized and um, playing to win versus playing for fun versus being a casual player. Um, and I think that's, like, we might just be past that point with, like, an 11, well, not 11-year-old game, it's a almost 14 year old game um where i think league itself already is a game where winning is like it's hard to have fun losing all the time right like there is some enjoyment in winning and i think there isn't a lot of games but i think league in its genre kind of lends itself to just stomping people is fun um versus getting like your shit kicked in um but i do think that one thing that we are missing a lot of the time in discussion when like I, I at least like sorry let me back up a second on twitter like when people say you're ruining the fun of this game mode by making all these tier lists i think a lot of them go well i'm a casual player and i don't really want to look at these tier lists. i just want to play the game but in reality i don't think these people are casual players i don't think anyone who's online having discussions about league of legends is a casual player the casual players are the people i know from high school who like smoke weed and play arams you know what i mean they don't mm-hmm. fucking yeah. look anything up. They don't read Reddit. They don't read League Twitter. They don't look the, at the patch notes. Like, I, I think that, like, it's this weird thing where everyone wants to be this casual player who doesn't really have to try, um, but none of us are. Like, like it's just, yeah. we're just not that player base. And, I mean, I've been there as well. Like, I, I've talked about that a ton. Like, it's fucking annoying when people play, like, lame ways in games, especially in fun game modes. But, like, I don't know. I could also just play whatever I want every single game, not care about winning or losing, and then eventually be at the MMR of, like, where it doesn't matter, right? And that's my choice to want to play and try sometimes. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I think the 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 issue... Because I'm, I'm right there with you, except, like, I, like I, I don't think people should be, like... I, I guess, like, I failed to see the desire to try hard, like... I want to win every single game that I play in this fun game mode, right? I can I can understand like I, I think to some like degree that winning in league is necessary to have fun. I don't think like the extreme opposite would be like you lose lane and the game of every single game that you play and it's not close, you're just getting like shit stomped every single time. And I think like in that scenario it is nigh impossible for the average person to be able to have fun in that scenario so then i think like the like reality is somewhere in the middle right where okay you need to win sometimes so then you have to like try sometimes but also try to have fun sometimes i i i don't don't know i i would hate to be forced to play like I don't know. I'll, I'll even be like pretty conservative, like 20 games of just getting absolutely shit stomped while 
like trying to play fun stuff in order to get my rating low enough to play versus people who also don't want to just climb as high as they can. I, I guess just quickly to jump in on the counterpoint there. I, I think the one thing that we're like a little bit misrepresenting here is that like, I don't think you playing fun stuff is going to result in you getting your shit stomped every single game right or like yeah i don't think so either the Mm -hmm. enemy team playing the s tier comp every game uh is going to result in like them winning every single game right like it's obviously like like we talk about how league is overall a really fucking balanced game and there's no like Mm -hmm. 100 zero matchups like the worst matchups in the game are like 56 44 you know what i mean which yeah like you win 56 percent of the time and i'm assuming in the 2v2 mode maybe there'll be some balancing issues and it'll be like a 60 40 or whatever but like the reality Mm -hmm. is I think you can probably just play whatever you want and like not have issues. Like uh, the only issue you might run into is it's boring playing against some of the S tier comps. Right. But like, I don't think like it's going to ruin your experience, take away uh, your fun by like you trying less hard or whatever. That's, I guess like this whole theory, Uh by the way, like once again, I don't think any of us have played it. I don't think any of us have done this, but like in theory, I I think that league is in a, overall healthy spot and i expect them to i said they're, they said they're going to balance this game mode first of all um that like we probably don't even have to worry about it like i think overall people yeah, are getting yeah. way too I, and none of us are getting like overworked up but people on twitter man mm-hmm. are like fuck you are ruining the game by making tier lists <laughs> where it's like I think yeah you I, can just play like whatever like i think some people said i think they listed amumu as a d tier character and there's tons of people being like oh i think amumu is like s tier it's like that's fine like you can play amumu and you'll probably have fun even if it isn't optimal that's fine yeah Plan. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's another thing. Even like jumping back to like the the TFT stats discussion, is like the having like knowing statistically the better character comp build whatever it is, does not mean you win and does not mean that other things aren't playable. Yeah. You know, like if you if you look at like the TFT aggregate stats. And you look at like the top five comps, I can guarantee you there's somebody in Challenger who doesn't play any of those comps because they play what they like and they know how to play it. And it, it doesn't matter. And like same thing with the two V two. It's like, sure, maybe maybe Rengar Ivern is the best comp and you should play it every game if it's available. That doesn't mean they actually win every game. Like you still have to execute, there's still gonna be counters to that. Like and you can play your fun stuff, and I mean depending on how wacky you get with it you may severely inhibit your ability to win but like that's kind of part of that decision you have to make regardless of the opponent is like playing the number one like best thing in the meta you know if if i want to play like a really silly bot lane in regular summoners rift you know i can and i might even have success in ranked if i do it with somebody like you know, maybe I want to play like Blitzcrank Shaco and, and the, the whole thing is I'm going to hook you into like four boxes. Yeah. But in the long run, like I am hindering my ability to win with that in exchange for fun. And like, I don't know, it's 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 all such like a, a sliding scale and it's very like narrow margins where, again, like if you play the, the, the best two characters every game, you're not going to have an 80% win rate. It's like you might have like a 54% win rate if you're both good at those characters and know how to execute. Well, I think the, I, I think the thing is like win rate doesn't like equal fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that is really highlighted by like Earth for me, where I play Earth like two times when it comes out every time. And I end up hating it because people just play to win a lot of the time. Um, and I guess my my best example for that is like 
just playing a character. It doesn't even have to be a character who like is NASA's who I think you can have fun split pushing, getting a number really high and just hitting turrets or like Yorick or Trundle or something like that. But it's just like uh, we're doing poorly in a lane and like instead of going somewhere else and just try to like, I, I guess making stuff happen. It, it's I'm going to sit in this lane until someone comes for me because I'm like rage splitting now. Um, and, and like, I, I don't think that's, a one-to-one to the um yeah, we see the uh, like this particular though. game mode yeah exactly yeah and i, I, I like I'm, i just want to have fun in this game mode and not like play against people who are like crazy crazy sweating in in a game mode that i think a lot of people are going to perceive as fun yeah i i also think yeah i agree overall i i just think that you might not have like these issues is like the biggest thing and i'm not saying that you you're yeah, yeah. And, that you and, will um like but i i just think that a lot of these things that people are like getting upset about over online or like definitely overblown there definitely will be someone like for example heimer apparently is like one of the best characters and there's gonna if he actually continues to be asked here it's probably gonna be very annoying and like you can just ban him i guess but like to play against at every single game where they put in his turrets and they camp somewhere like that wouldn't be fun right mm-hmm. if that if yeah he's he's perma s tier let's just say there was no bands in this game mode just to make it crazy right and then every game you play in timer and they just camp it's like that would probably make the game mode not very fun right um yeah for sure for sure but i also think that but a right's gonna balance it b there's bands and then c there's probably you can probably develop counters right yeah yeah i don't think um i don't think it's gonna like be to be to be quite honest i don't think it's gonna be that bad between balancing and i think it's really hard to tell the level of engagement that pbe content gets right we, we just have no information about it where uh, it could be that like one percent of the player base is is on the pbe or consuming this content and the rest of them like the the, the other 99 percent just have no clue that like a new game is, is even coming yeah right and, and they just aren't aren't plugged in like that and it doesn't really matter they're just going to pick whatever wacky stuff comes to their head like every single champ select with it, not even uh, just a random player they're not even going to queue up like two like two man two man um so i i, I like i'm sure it's going to be fine i'm sure it's going to be fine yeah, for sure. I mean, I think all of us are excited either way. Um, I think the only thing we can actually at all fault Riot for is that they probably should have, like, I know they're scared about not having the player base, but at this point, it sounds like it's going to. Um, and they should probably enable a normal mode. Um, and if there's not enough player base, they just disable one of the two modes. <laughs> That'd be my mm-hmm. only suggestion, yeah. but. Yeah, I agree. But, oh, well. Yeah, I, think, I think we're excited. I mean, what, what are you looking most uh, most forward to playing in that mode? Do you have anything that you're cooking up? I mean, I, I, uh, I guess whatever we come up with Tom Kench, um, <laughs> but <up>. I've, uh, <laughs> um, but actually I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be the person that I, uh, that I hate. I think, um, Tarek looks really good in the mode from what I've seen on the, uh, the content online and, um, excited to play some Tarek. Hell yeah. I, I want to just play little oh. theme combos. Like we're going to play pirates this game. I'll go MF Hugo gang. <laughs> Ooh, a little Kale Morgana. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna both play bugs this game. Yeah, <laughs> I have like I want to play Alistar. I think he looks like really fun. Like I think he's like less good than like like Tark for example, but he looks like who's, who's the other cow champion? I'll play him with you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's rude but no uh, I, I don't know I, I'm just excited to like try a ton of sh- stuff it's also just like I hope I really 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 hope they add a like mode where you can queue with your friends like if it's, uh, like similar to, like TFT where you just like are all against each other but you just queue up Zade or whatever I think that sounds like so yeah, much it's, fun it's insane that it doesn't, doesn't launch with that I, I really 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 think Riot is missing just totally missing the boat on 
custom game modes and and things like that. Like I think that I think there would be like real um staying power to to the game if people were allowed to just have more fun with it. Yeah. I I completely agree. I mean, it's going to be fun though. I'm I'm excited that they're making I mean, it. But I I just feel like there's a reason like Halo 3 Forge mode was probably the most popular aspect of it, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's oh, well. a little sad that they like definitely discount that. I'm sure it takes a lot of time to enable stuff like this, but uh, also like the one other thing I saw, which I think is really interesting, and this is just from like once again I've played zero games just from content creators talk about it is um the idea that is there any potential for it to move to a two v two v two v two v two mode? So there's ten players. Mm, um, so obviously two. the reason why it's obviously eight players so that there's no one who's like waiting or whatever. Um, but if it's ten players, like the main draw is obviously a it lasts a little bit longer, and then b it makes it harder to itemize against comps because um, that's like one issue is like sometimes you just play a comp and it's like oh there's randomly everyone selected ad characters so then mm-hmm. the one tank team just builds only armor and it's like if in theory <laughs> if you have another team you have less chances of like being able to just itemize against like whatever so i would love to see if like that's an option as well because i don't think it's a big deal if like one team has to sit out each round just like like waiting or whatever yeah that'd be pretty cool especially if it helps with balance i mean honestly add another two and then no one's waiting again <laughs> and you get the the increased diversity. Yeah, I actually think someone on our Discord actually said that. I, I fucking just remember reading that. Yeah, okay, yeah, like twelve players would be sick as well. Yeah, no, nah, twenty four players battle royale. Everyone in League of Legends <laughs> queues up. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm so excited. Funny. We'll we'll enjoy playing it in a couple weeks. So, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, move on to roundtable. To roundtable, yeah. Yeah, so last question was, who is a champion that you think is easier than they look? Who is a champion that you think is harder than they look? Why? Nick, you weren't here last week, right? Or, or was Colton? It was Colton who wasn't here, right? Was it you, Nick? Yeah. Was... <laughs> Which Wait. one he wasn't here? Which one he wasn't here? Who wasn't here? <laughs> were you? It was It was me. You weren't there, okay. <laughs> Colton, you want to answer yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were doing your um your work thing. Um, yeah. Uh, who is a champion you think is easier than they look? Um, mine is Riven, by the way. Huh. <laughs> ah. Fuck Riven players. Um, <laughs> um, I'll go with like I'll say Kindred. I feel like a lot of people hype Kindred up to be like a super difficult to play character, and I don't really think that she is. Especially in her current state, dude. I just, I just lost a game on my spirit against a Kindred where she like she built her like Trinity Force and then Black Cleaver or whatever, and then she built full tank. <laughs> she still did the most damage. Yeah, I played against someone like that the other uh, played with someone like that the other day, and they just hard carried. Built like frozen yeah. hard. Yeah. It, it's sad yeah. that that's like the right way to play Kindred. Honestly, is like. 1.5 damage items and then like bruiser from there yeah um and then who's a character you think is harder than they look um i don't know i'll, I'll say nyla because nobody knows how to fucking play with it <laughs> okay that's, that's actually fair. a really good one it's yeah. your character is so much worse if your team doesn't know how to play with it yeah i've seen that so much when i've played nyla and then like every time i play with a nyla we just roll lane because i actually know what that character does what support do you most want to see when you have a nyla um yeah i have no idea actually i mean i think like like colton you get to pick your your support player 
Like, so I'm I'm playing Nyla and I get to pick my support. Yeah, yeah. Who like what character are you picking for them? They can play any character, like any support at a high level. Um, probably Tarek. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can see that. That's a pretty good combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking at because you can just walk the stun onto people. You get a ton of healing. You get like your dodge to buy enough time for his ult to activate. Yeah, statistically, the ones with, like, decent sample sizes are uh, Tarek, um, Sona, Rakan, Senna, and the ones with low sample sizes that are high are Zyra and Renata, which are Zyra. interesting. I think Zyra's just, like, has a Renata, high... I can see, yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's interesting. I, w- I wouldn't have expected, like, a... a I guess a, I, I don't think of it, um, Tarek, as, like, a melee, or as, like, a ranged engage mm-hmm. um the way that i would like a alistair leona like rakan that sort of champion mm-hmm. so it's it's cool to I, see yeah I, I think all of the like engage supports can work really well and i think currently nyla is a lot better going like gale force collector so harder engage is better with that so mm-hmm. like rel rakan alistair whatever it is you play gotcha um but i i do think like late game you know the the synergy with Tarek is probably better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Late game, I mean, late game Tarek with most anyone is, is really cracked. He's yeah. he's very good. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'll answer. I'll read some response from last week. Uh, from our Twitter, Sir Fishy says, I don't know uh, about easier than they look, but I found every champion harder than they look, <laughs> especially Malzar. It took me a while to get over the just alt them notion. The, uh, the larger community pushes and just spam Q from far away. His Q is really good as an ability. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Daenerys said, I think Aesol is easier than he looks. If you have a good jungler who helps you survive laning phase, the game is a breeze. I also think my easy champ, that is hard. It has to be Irelia. I'm just not good with her. I mean, Nick, Nick isn't either. <laughs> I, there's something about my brain that just turns off when I play Irelia. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, from our Discord, Pards Bay said, easier than he looks is Lee Sin. Uh, you don't have to go for insects to have an impact, and your only move that is missable uh and your only move that is missable, you can true combo with the ulti, and it deals way more damage that way. Harder than the look, Samira, I won't elaborate. <laughs> um, hmm. and then Shark said, Gangplank's easier than he looks. His floor, when you're not trying to do much, can get you very far. Orin is harder than he looks. His abilities feel very rigid. I think Orin's overall very easy to play, but I think his Q, like, is, it feels useless in deep fights. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, to use it, like, super optimally. They know exactly what you want to do when you throw a Q. <laughs> Also, uh, it has a one-to-one ratio, so AD Orn is possible. That's gross. Um, and then last but yep. not least, Brandon <laughs> said, easier than they look is Malphite. Once you hit six, uh, even if you're down kills and gold, you can make magic with the press of one button. That is so funny, because I think most people think Mal's, uh, sorry, no, Mal's, Malphite is the easiest character in the game. Um, but him yeah. being easier than he looks is still funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, he looks easy. He's easier than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, harder than they look is Oriana. It's like playing two champions at once, uh, where you have to keep track of not only Oriana, but keep track hmm. of where her ball is. Uh, that that's hard to do when you have to focus issues. Yeah, I guess if you have like issues focusing, it's probably really really hard to yeah. do her. But cool. This week's roundtable question is a, a banger that Freak tweeted and I just took, um, which is uh, which champion is uh, which champion in your main role is not busted. Um, you know what? I'm gonna be a bit of a homer and pick a character that I enjoy playing. I think Senna is is pretty fair. Um, obviously she scales like crazy crazy hard. Uh, but she's also, if not the squishiest champion in the game early, who does like piss all damage. Um, she's probably the second squishiest behind Sona or or Yumi maybe. Um, 
And I, I think it takes her like a really, really long time, like now to come online. Um, usually I, I feel like it used to be like 60 ish, 80 souls. Uh, and now it's definitely closer to like 120 is where you like really, really take over the game. Oh yeah, so, for sure. I'll, I'll say, I'll say Senna, a character that I enjoy playing. What about you, Colton? Um, I'm going to go with support cause that's what I've been playing the most mm-hmm. lately. Um, tell me Rel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a not busted. <laughs> um, it's tough. I think that most supports are in a pretty good spot right now. Like, I, I think Rel and Rakan are probably like a little bit ahead of the curve, but I do think basically anything's playable. Um, I don't know, Alistar, not not busted. Hell I think yeah. he's. It's tough because like they're all good. Yeah. Or or playable. like playable. Yeah. I support yeah, I definitely. I'll, yeah. I'll say like also Nami. I don't know if I've like ever had a game where i'm like man nami is the is the broken thing yeah even if she hits like six bubbles in her you're like damn that nami played well <laughs> she's not broken she's yeah, like, yeah wow like, she like, hit a really good bubble <laughs> she hit a good bubble and like when i'm getting run down by like lucian nami and just dying every two seconds fucking it's not lucian. the nami that i'm upset about <laughs> yeah oh yeah um that's funny so mine for top lane it's a bit of a cop-out but i think the, I think there's Don't literally lie. only two characters that Don't are busted. Say Tom like I, I, I think there's 55 non-busted characters on top. Like no joke. Like I think like. Okay. I, I don't mind playing against any single character in the game as long as long as it's not Cassante or Jax. Um, That's fair. I don't know how people lane against Jax. I feel like you, you like he can harass you early one to six, yeah. and then post level six he just all ins you and beats you in the long like fight I don't, I don't know that character has been like a mental block for a really long time for me also as an hp tank player it is annoying that he's one of the few characters that goes bork into yeah. sunder against me which is annoying but yeah. uh dude i think it's so funny though Cassante is the lowest win rate character in top lane by like a he's the next mm-hmm. lowest is top varus who has a two uh, percent higher win rate than Cassante. i think Cassante is oh, the wow. top laner in the game <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure for sure which is which is really really funny because i feel like i see him in like his pick rate has to be low as well right um it's higher i'm trying to find the next the only the next character that's higher than him on the like based on win rate like lowest highest so like he's like the lowest winner in the game um mm-hmm. and his pick rate 6.1 percent the next character with a higher pick rate than him is atrox uh by win rate <laughs> okay which is wow. like another like five percent higher win rate. So like dude, it's uh-huh. it's crazy. Like the character That's is funny. popular, is turbo low win rate. But I think like there's no one that I've met at high elo who thinks that character's balanced. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it is insane that a character with, from what I'm seeing at least, like quickly pulled up stats, a forty five percent win rate is the eighth most picked top laner. Yeah, I, I was looking at stats. Oh, I guess his pick rate is really high. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, because he's so good. It, it's crazy because, like, we were, t- we were talking a couple days ago, and it's like people were saying, like, he can't be good because he has 45% win rate, which I understand. Like, it, it's getting to the point where, like, maybe he isn't good based on the win rate, but, like, I was looking at the uh, games, like, win rate based on games played, right, which is a, a pretty good metric to uh, value how hard a character is to learn. I think he's pretty hard to learn, just as a heads up. Um, so yeah. if you look at Orn, for example, who's a pretty simple to learn character, Orn's win rate at game one starts at 50%, right? Like, your game, game one first one. time, uh, Orn, you're 50%, and it goes up to, like, 60% on plus 50 games or whatever, right? Um, which is pretty yeah. normal for, like, as you get up to that point. Cassante's game one starts 42%. 
And it takes <laughs> yeah. 30 games to break even on win rate with that character. For like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he skills crazy, crazy hard with uh, with games played. I remember, um, I mean, Trevor initially, uh, like a, I would say pro- like a very good mechanical player. Probably the best of the three of us, right, in terms of mechanics. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he had like a 25% win rate in his first handful of games. Yeah, then he played 100 like, more and back un- to like 50%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it, it's just like really, really funny. Yeah, that character's cool. Hmm. Anyways, if you want to let us know uh, what character is not busted in your role, tell us some balanced characters in your role. Uh, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeakCast. Send us an email, mail at LeakCastPodcast.com. Or come into our roundtable, uh, into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeakCast. Cool. We've got four emails in the mail fight section. The first one's from Chan Chan Magic Man. Hello, it's Chan Chan Magic Man here with a question. First, I want to thank you for hosting the 5v5 tournament. It was a fun time. I was in the first game that Aiden and Nick watched. I was playing Renata. At one point, my team had just finished taking uh, Rift Herald, and I took an unfortunate route back towards mid lane and got caught by Seraphine E, followed up by a Nautilus hook into Chain CC, and I died. Shortly after, Nick mentioned my ultimate and ability buffering, which is something I have uh, heard about before, but nothing that I ever really looked into. An example that was used in three different articles I read was Annie ultimate and flash queuing up uh, Annie's ultimate to hit in the spot that you want that is out of range and using flash to get in range so the ability goes off instantly. I tried this in my normal settings using quick cast and it didn't work for me, but once I switched to normal cast, then I was able to do it. Other examples I saw um, were similar in the way that abilities were buffered when the target was out of range, but not Renata's ultimate isn't a targeted ability. So can you explain how that might work? Thank you, Chan Chan Magic Man. Um, it's funny. I was actually thinking about this like the other day for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but like specifically in that scenario, I was referring to the ability for characters to continue to cast um their abilities while being cc'd or otherwise that they would not be able to yeah um so in that one like if you threw out your renata like if you started casting your renata ultimate while you were being um rooted by the nautilus hook it wouldn't stop you from finishing the cast of your ability um you would cast it and then um uh and then get get crowd controlled by it um, so it's a sort of way, it, it's a way to like sort of cheat out abilities when you otherwise n- normally wouldn't be able to, to cast them. Yeah. And just for context, it's abilities that have cast times, not channels. It's very confusing because they, they both have the bar at the bottom. But like, for example, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, so an ability that has a cast time is like Ezreal ultimate, right? So if I'm about, I'm about to get CC, I'm about to hit by like a Nautilus ult, right? I see it coming towards mm-hmm. me. I cast my Ezreal ult right as it's about to hit me and it's still going to go off, right? Because it is, it, it, honestly, it's like, it's like I'm gaining that time that I'm stunned because I'm still using an ability, right? Um, whereas, yeah, exactly. You're not being stunned because you're still casting. Yeah, whereas mm-hmm. an ability that has a cast time, like, uh, I guess a good example is just Mal's a, ult, right? A channel. Yeah. Like, yeah, a channel. Mal's a hard Sorry, yeah, a MF channel. Ult. Yeah, so like if you mm-hmm. get hit by CC there, if you start your MF ult right as Nautilus is about to hook you, then, uh, you're going to get that canceled immediately, right? So it's just yeah, important exactly. to know which ones are channels, which ones are cast times. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, like, yeah, I mean, channel versus cast time is, is generally the best distinction. Um, in terms of the ones where you're, like, trying to combo it with Flash to get a particular result, like, I would say most abilities you can get a good Flash interaction with, but you just kind of have to test it. 
Yep. Yeah, um, I mean, the best way to do character. that is just go into practice tool and, and start, yeah. like, spamming abilities without cooldown. And also, just mm-hmm. one more thing to say about that is, like, he, he mentioned, like, uh, like um, Renata, for example. So every ability that you can flash works in two different ways. One of them is if you click an ability out of range, so, for example, Annie Alt, you click it out of range, um, you walk to that area, and then you uh, mm-hmm. it ults, right? You, you walk, and then it ults. Whereas, um, I'm trying to think of another ability. I think cindra q might work this way I, I i'm pretty sure is if you q out of cindra's range she just casts q at max range right right where you're standing um so every ability in yeah, the game works yeah. differently they try to optimize it for like what the character wants to do but it's important to know which one it actually is because if you go to uh cindra q and then flash it's just going to cast at max range and then flash you after whereas if you cast any mm-hmm. ult at max range you're going to or ma- uh, above max range you're going to start walking that way and if you flash you'll you'll immediately flash there and cast it immediately um malphite ult's another one where like uh if you click it out of max range you'll ult immediately you can't alt then flash because uh, you don't start walking there yeah it's it's super confusing that every single ability works differently like that but yep it sure is <laughs> I mean, a huge suggestion um, that people have cool. made for years is that you should be able to toggle by champion of what you'd rather do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, um, it, I think it's probably good that Malphite all... Like, it makes sense why Malphite all casts, like, just, like, if you cast out of range, it, you shouldn't walk there and all. You should just, like, cast immediately. But that being said, there's definitely times where I would love to be able to click my ultimate, then flash, and then have it go off immediately. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a setting would be great. Yeah, so, okay, so I, I just got into a practice tool, and all you have to do is channel it and also click flash before before she is able to move again. Yeah. So it's got, like, a, a hostile timer, a hostile takeover, like, bar at the bottom, and just flash during any of that. Yeah, and it will flash you forward, and it will cast from your new location. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for that, that's how you do for that specific one. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, thank you, Chen Chen, Chen. Magic Man. Yeah, thank you. Good name. Next Fun email is from Dick Decapa. Hey, Leadcast. I'm Decapa. I've been listening to you guys for about the past six years. This year, I decided becoming a Patreon to stop being a miser <laughs> and to get in on the awesome content you guys put out uh, every week with or without compensation. Just wanted to take the time to also thank you three for doing this. It's been a very interesting journey to listen to the podcast these six years, and I imagine it's a not-so-easy feat to keep doing it week after week for as long as you have. I was able to watch slash listen to you guys grow on your opinions and personalities from the young adults back then to the current master tier players and people you now are. From the youthful college days to the now married working life, you guys haven't failed to produce the only one hour a week of league relevant news and content that I need to keep up with the metas and relevant occurrences in the scene. If not for this, I imagine with all the busy day-to-day stuff, I would have long ago given up on uh, this game as keeping up with the meta changes would have become impossible. Not only that, but I have uh, only recently started participating in the community discord with its community nights and more recently Aiden's 5v5 very creative uh, tournament format. And I think I was missing out on a lot. You guys have built a great community that mirrors your open personality and welcoming sober traits, which I reckon might be rare in this game, uh, which unfortunately can be a little toxic. Uh, For all that, I wanted to thank you all very much. As for a discussion topic, it relates to the mid lane challenge and specifically to Nick since he uh, leveled an account from 1 to 30. 
Uh, a thing is I also had to do that six years ago as I moved from Brazil <laughs> to the US and because of the exchange rate on currencies, Riot does not allow transfer of accounts. Wow. Uh, leveling of the account itself was not um, the worst, although it was very tedious. What really killed my mood to play was the recently implemented Smurf queue at the time. I guess since I wasn't a totally new uh, player to the game, Plat 5, uh, I got flagged as a Smurf. The experience of being a silver-ranked Smurf with, was the shittiest time I had with League. It was basically a toss-up between getting the serious players or the memers on my team to see who would win. The thing that gets me the most mad is this. Bronze, silver, and gold are basically uh, interchangeable as far as skill goes. Sure, gold players are better, but they usually won't be able to roll games on their own. So this leaves plat, diamond, and above, which is 13% of the server population. Even if all of these players would play on Smurf accounts, how much damage could they do to the rest of the game that they would need to be put in a separate queue? Uh, in practice, Riot screws over new slash non-bought accounts 100% of the time to prevent the otherwise situation of maybe having a higher ranked player in 13% of your games. I feel like this was a poor implementation of a system trying to stop the ELA boosters. Anyway, curious on your thoughts on this and how uh, will your experience be with it? Uh, sorry for the long email. All the best, Dekapa. So smurf so is I, not in the game anymore that's like the first thing i i'm not sure if like i couldn't tell if he knew he, that or not based on like he said that when he leveled it they had just implemented it yeah but then he asked us like how we're gonna deal with it so like i'm not sure if you know that but oh i see yeah I see. it's not in the game anymore they removed it because it wasn't the best system it the main issue is yeah people like you who aren't actually smurfs they're just like coming back to the game or switching server or didn't play for a while or whatever um they instantly get thrown in smurf queue into these mega toxic lobbies of like 10 smurf players who all are fucking like a thousand lp higher than they actually are and they just fucking will end the game if you they're losing or whatever um mm -hmm. so it wasn't a good implementation that being said so i as someone who likes smurfing i like playing with my friends i like playing on different accounts um i i appreciate there not being smurf queue in the game that being said this is the season that i've seen the most complaints about boosting duo queue boosting smurfs um like on in our community on reddit on twitter um and this is the season they removed it so mm -hmm. i'm not sure if it's because the juxtaposition of going from having smurf queue to not smurf queue is miserable um because i'm not obviously neela that deals with that but obviously there's enough complaints maybe it's just a vocal minority that maybe they need something like it back in the game even if it has these scenarios where it fucks over certain players yeah i um i think so too um, I always felt like it was probably for the best that they were separated. Um, but I can understand why you wouldn't, I, obviously like as someone in there, you wouldn't want to play against people who are better than you. But the alternative is like, you're just playing against people who are actually like genuinely new in a lot of the, t like the, the, the games that you're playing. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it like, while I was leveling up, it was definitely like one or two people just dictated the entire game, right? Like whether that was me or someone who was just better than me, um, whoever like was, was doing that, like just one V nine, the game and it, the other players didn't really have a chance to have fun or, or even like participate truthfully. Um, so I, I definitely understand like why they would want it in the game. And I think it's probably healthy for the game, but I don't know. I, I there's I mean the reality is like there there is no real 
like solution to this aside from buying like these people buy an account or riot sells accounts like that sort of thing yeah i don't i don't so, so you can bypass that yeah i i mean once again i think like the idea of riot selling accounts that like are linked to your main is just so, such a brilliant idea man you can even reward people like yeah. give them like the characters they own um it's just like it just seems like a win-win in so many scenarios but or even if even if you don't want to like okay you're a greedy company you don't want people to have access to all the characters that they own right just like i don't know level 30 it link it, like the punishments will be shared but you start out with like fifty thousand like blue essence right like just something to okay buy 10 characters and then start you know start grinding for the rest or whatever i don't know yeah, like sure. I, I feel like i would pay i would pay like probably 30 dollars for that and i think that would be fair for riot and for me yeah i i agree Either way, like Smurf Q had a purpose. Cool. Like I don't think it was done well, but like it did mm-hmm. serve something. But that's you got fucked by it, um, and now it's not in the game. So if you did that yeah. again, you wouldn't. You just play in like silver games when you're in silver or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but thank you for the really kind words. It's uh, it's definitely like been cool to think back on um, us playing League for this long and having like done a show for like to, to sort of document that as well. Um, it, it's definitely been a cool experience and, um, yeah, I would, uh, I mean, I'm excited to continue doing it and, and seeing, you know, how far we'll get, but cool. Thank you. Uh, Decoba. The next email is from Aiden. Hello, Lee cast crew. Aiden here again. I enjoyed the plays you suggested last week and gave them a watch. They were pretty awesome. This week I wanted to ask something else. I started playing in 2020 and ever since then I've been told how amazing Faker is for myself and probably every new player. The first play they hear about, they ever hear hear about, is the what was that faker? What was that? Um, I just realized while writing this email, you guys were playing the game at that time, and was wondering when did you guys first see that play, and what was your reaction? For me, the first time I saw it, I barely understood what was going on. So I am wondering what you guys thought, and if you understood how good it actually was. On the topic of faker, I also had some broad questions, which I realize are simple but could be talked about for a full show. Let me know what you guys think and if I should email them separately sometime. Uh, these are a bunch of questions, so I'm just going to read through them all and we can yeah, yeah. we can go back. Uh, why is Faker the GOAT? What separates him from uh, other great players? To be the devil's advocate, why is a player who hasn't won a Worlds in seven years the GOAT? Um, he also hasn't been the best mid laner in the world recently, and he's not quite sure about that statement. When was Faker's prime? Who is the GOAT if Faker never played League? Uh, meaning since he wasn't playing, the other people slash teams would be winning in his place as well uh, to take into consideration. For mana rest- uh, for clarity, Mana Restoration Summoner Spell, I'm not saying Faker isn't the GOAT. Uh, I just was not playing the game to experience his magic. He is my favorite player, and I play mid lane because of him. Please enlighten me on his greatness. Sorry for this deep email. Let me know if I should break it up uh, any email parts of it at a time. Aiden. We I think the, right the length is fine. Yeah. Um... So when we first saw uh, the Faker Ryu Zed play, um, I'll be totally honest, it was so long ago. And I feel like at the time there wasn't anything like Reddit or the equivalent, like there were forums, but I don't think the the subreddit was nearly as as popular as it was. Um, So I don't think it was something that was crazy widespread as if something similar would happen today. Um, but I think a lot of people like 
my like uh, ourselves included probably had no idea like what was going on in the play what even happened and truthfully i think it's only a very very exciting play because of these swing and health bars like so quickly um i don't think it's anything like necessarily impressive especially when you compare it to plays that have happened you know since then um it's just one of those things that like it looks like Faker's going to die and then out of nowhere the death mark mark prox and Ryu's gone right and Faker's won yeah. the won the won the match basically and i think the other huge thing about it right is that and we don't get this anymore is that it was a mirror match yeah, yeah. Zed versus Zed and so like today you can go out and you can find super impressive like mechanically insane clips of like a Riven or a Fiora or like an Aurelia doing like I mean, some ridiculous, you know, combo. Like specifically, Lee, the Lee Sintech that exists has like, mm-hmm. has, you, you know, eclipsed anything that existed previously. Just to, yeah, just to give but context. I, but I think that I was gonna just, yeah, just for our listeners, um, back in like old OGN Korea days, um, before it was LCK, um, game fives were blind pick. Just just to give heads up, context there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were blind pick, and then you know you you could get those exact mirror matchups, um, like we did, and I, I think to me that's one of the biggest areas where it's just like so very clearly you know, just like, you know, gapped or an outplay or, you know, whatever it is, is that, you know, it, it, you, you can't make the excuse of like, I can't believe your character could do that mm-hmm. yeah. because we're playing the same character, mm-hmm. right? It's just the fact that he outplayed him. He anticipated like everything that Ryu was trying to do. He dodged it. He got his stuff in. He like, you know, QS cleanses the, the death right mark. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cleanses the, yeah. And right, so it's like it's just so clearly, you know, you and I have been given the same set of tools, and look how much better what I made with it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, so when when did I see it? I think I probably saw it. Like, I, I know I didn't watch that one live. Um, probably like a couple weeks after, like it, it eventually circulated. Um, but like like Nick was saying, if that you know if that play happened to like today, in LCS, you know it'd be on the front page of Reddit within an hour, mm-hmm. and you know anyone who's paying attention to that would see it like right away. Yeah, um, I saw it live. Um, just to give more context to it, by the way, um, <laughs> so it's also hype because it was the Game Five uh, Finals for 2013 summer, um, when mm. the team who won that went to Worlds, which was obviously SKT. Oh, um, I see. So like, mm. there's also just hype of like this crazy play in Game Five of like the final match of the season. Um, really, really cool shit. Um, also, like other funny thing there is that uh, there's two Shens on both teams and neither Shen ults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite fact about that. Yeah, there's there's two Zeds in the game, but there's also the the two Shens. Yeah, yeah, really really cool. Good fight though. Really cool. Is that the is that the series where that meme comes from? The, the Ryu BTS meme. Yeah. Two Shens. Oh no, no, that's just like always been. Uh, just like it's just from people asking yeah. in like the chat, what the fuck two Shens? Because uh, Shen see, was like the most common blind pick. Yeah, like, during oh, that time, okay. like seasons two and three OGN, like Shen was pretty well pick banned gotcha. constantly. So whenever it went to a game five, or often when it went to game five, mm-hmm. you just have two Shens. What the fuck two Shens? two Shens? So yeah. funny. Um, so League I players guess, used to be so much more creative. 
<laughs> um, do we want to move into then like the next? Yeah, I think we can go through it all. Question. Yeah. Um, Why is Faker the goat? Um, I, I, I mean, can we just like sum it down to his like accomplishments? I feel like that's like not that crazy. Yeah. Like, he has 10 uh, LCK titles, uh, two MSI titles, three world titles. Um, it's more than anyone else <laughs> by like a long shot of like domestic does, and international records. Does he only have three? I thought he had four. He has worlds. three worlds. He's been to four. He made okay. the finals versus Samsung that they lost to in 2017. Oh, okay, um, and this past year. Yeah, he has four Worlds finals, but three of them are wins. Or sorry, five five Worlds finals and three of them are wins, yeah. But 10 domestic gotcha. titles, which is crazy. Two MSI titles. Um, and the biggest thing is, like, you, you kind of mentioned this, um, like, in, in the question, is that although he's not the best mid laner now, he still is very competitive. I mean, honestly, the season has been really good for him, especially last split. He was fucking, like, back up to, like, being top two yeah. in the in, in lck um but like he obviously had a slump for a couple of years before that but like the biggest thing is from 2013 when he like debuted to like 2017 like i think is probably pretty fair he was the best mid laner in the world um and 2013 to say i would say 2016 he was undisputed the best player in the world mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. is a crazy amount of time uh to be on the top and then not only that to maintain it to being like a star important factor of your uh, world-renowned org for yeah, he, like he was the bedrock. Ten years now is crazy. Mm-hmm. The best team in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think also you know something to be said about you know some of the more like flash in the pan players who are like maybe better than fake it, Faker for a season or a split or whatever is like even a lot of those who you know at times have surpassed him there have been very few like splits or or worlds where there were teams as dominant as skt or t1 like in some of their primes where it's like you know you would you would go into the tournament expecting not only that like t1's gonna win but that they're probably only going to drop one game in the entire tournament yeah, and it's probably like, to the other Korean team or and it's, the yeah, and it's number probably one to the team that LPL gets second team. place. Yeah. Right. Like, they're I think, gonna, they're, <laughs> that, I, that, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that I, I think the, one of the most underrated, you know, talking points is his versatility. Um, it, there's never been a make a, a meta that I feel like has like made faker like irrelevant, mm-hmm. you know, like we always joked that, he would um, get subbed out for uh, Easy Hoon when the the team was going to be playing uh, Azir. Azir. Yeah. But Faker's Azir was like dirt nasty as well. Yeah. So it's not like he couldn't <laughs> they play Azir. To have the, the number one Azir player and the number three Azir player in the world. Yeah. So then you the think about team. like everything that Faker can play. Like, okay, he debuted Aurelia and Olaf mid right at, 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 on the world stage. Okay, but now he's he can play like more supportive stuff. He he's got a like really really good um, Galio Lissandra. Okay, but he can also like he he has probably the 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 best competitive LeBlanc of all time. I mean, just, so I mean, it's just like just look at him compared he, to like there's, other. Mids. There's nothing he can't do. Like yeah, exactly. Like, the yeah. worst he's ever been in his in his region is probably like a third slash fourth, like debatable in like 2020, 2021. Whereas like obviously. Uh, Chovy and Showmaker were like one two, and then it's between mm-hmm. him and BDD for like three four. But like being t- like in every other year, it's like he's one or two. Like since yeah. since his start in twenty thirteen, that's so crazy to be like the best player mm-hmm. in your region for your role. 
for that mm-hmm. long for sure yeah i, I think i want to jump back on nick's point about versatility because that was another thing i was going to bring up um you know he he plays every style of mid laner he plays every fucking character that it should or should maybe be in that role yeah. like he plays it all um and, and i think alongside that he also has a, a unique knack for like absorbing pressure and doing a lot with very little resources um you know we we see a lot of solo lane players who can go crazy if they get ganks if their support is warding for them like if if the team is built around it but like very rarely do you see a player like faker who can like be getting camped playing like support karma mid and is still running the fucking show on on everyone else on the map and he's down 10 cs yeah like like, (laughs) you know he'll he'll absorb crazy pressure he'll do so much with like very little resources and gold and again it's not not every game but again majority of games over a an incredibly large sample size you know a larger sample size than you're going to get on any other professional player playing today i i don't think anyone else has his number of games or maybe there's like five players who are close yeah um Mm -hmm it's it's wild so um i think we could go on about yeah, this for a for while sure. yeah. um you know there's there, there's a lot uh, when was faker's prime i mean i'm curious what you guys first kind of prime or second prime because my number is <laughs> yeah. my season season five i think i think that's probably where you had the biggest gap over the competition um but like he's okay. always been good. Like season three when he came back, like in like the first time he like fucking comes in as a rookie who's never played like professional league legends and plays mid in Italy in his first competitive mid Italy, yeah, and just shits on on everyone. But season five is like fucking gross. I mean, SKT is just so good in season five. But yeah, I'd say probably season five as well. Um, I think that was when they like didn't they drop like two games that entire split in yeah. the end and then like go on to win worlds dropping one game. Yeah, they lost one game in the finals. I think is that correct versus coup not is it coup i think i'm in coup um either way it's like it's crazy wild mm-hmm. um you know he and he's also like been able to do this with a lot of different rosters over the years which i, I think is another really good point like in his favor is like obviously it you know those players also deserve quite a bit of accolades but like you know the, the common denominator between every you know T1 team that's won a Worlds or, or won a, a split in LCK is that Faker was on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if if Faker never played League, who would be the GOAT? Mm, probably Rookie. I have no idea. I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar enough. So I think Rookie's defer. a good choice, right? I, I think Rookie's in the conversation. I think... Um, Me. It's, it's really tough to say, like, Uzi because he doesn't have any world titles but like if faker isn't around i think he has at least two yeah. um i think shao is a really good choice as well i feel like no one talks about shao but like he has like yeah. just as many domestic titles i think as faker or very close to as many um, yeah he's kind of like faker light right yeah i don't think he, he doesn't have any what does he did he get win worlds with rng i don't remember actually um i don't think i don't he think did, orange though. is one um yeah, no, he didn't win. He got to, they were semi semifinals. Either way, like either way, just Xiao Hu has crazy stats as well. I feel like he's like super underrated. But I, I'd go with rookie. Or honestly, Mod is not a bad choice either. <laughs> just don't say Bengi. Yeah, it's. <laughs> what do you mean? He has three he has worlds. Three worlds, just like Faker, dude. 
They're the same for real, for real. Um, yeah, He's just like tough. me. <laughs> um, and, and I think it, it is really interesting that, like, I feel like this is the, the sentiment in so much of the league community where it's like, who's, who's the best? Okay, Faker, easy one. And then you, you have like a pool of maybe like five or six people that you could all potentially throw out as number two. Um, it's it's tough. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. I think that's the last of his questions. So thank you, Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so final email in here from Pards before we wrap things up. Hey, Leadcast, it's Pards. I was thinking about old summoner spells and things that got removed from the game. One of my favorite items was Banner of Command. Do you think that in the current Mythic item system, there is a world where they could bring back Banner of Command? Also, what is the best breakfast item? Thanks, Pards. Hmm. Um... I don't think there's any way they can bring back um, uh, Banner of Command unless they made it exclusive with Hullbreaker as a way to, like, I want to empower. And and they'd have to, I think, change how it worked versus, like, I only upgrade the cannon minion to, like, I upgrade my surrounding, like, summons. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, like that would be the the way to to do that because i i don't think like at the end of the day you have a a not very cost efficient item that upgrades a cannon minion every three waves and that's it i don't i don't really know if there's any 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 meat on that bone at least in current league yeah yeah it's i mean like if they put it back people would find a way to use it i feel like but I, I don't think that would be good for the game. Um, it, I do think there definitely would have to be some level of limitation on it. One way I could see it potentially working is if they made that a like upgraded support item. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were like three or four other options that were similar where it's like, oh, you know, I can empower minions or I can like take extra vision or I can take, you know, just more tank stats for myself. Like maybe if there was, you know, you, you finish your support quest and then you can like upgrade to get an extra active on it or something. Hmm. Oh, but... hang on. What about this? You... <laughs> It's a support mythic, but it just gives you access to another currency. I don't know how you get it. Maybe like killing wards or whatever. Because I do, I do like that it's a support item. Um, but then you just get to play black market brawlers and upgrade your uh-huh. your uh, <laughs> um, minions that way. Like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my my cannon minion have uh, half the range, but twice the damage. Yeah. What or, if what if support <laughs> items just didn't grant gold, but just grant, granted doubloons? Uh, <laughs> what are they called? Silver servants, right? Because gangplanks have currency. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So just yeah, that's how you fix support and let us add banner of command back. Is that instead of support items granting gold, they give silver serpents, and you just get a cool support shop that's just for you, and you don't have to focus on buying items because that's too hard. You just and also say, you don't have to play league. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You just play tower defense game. Yeah, yeah, and then you're you're queued up by yourself and you're playing Tetris, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you still get LP. 
Yeah. I fixed the port. Would you guys right. rather have Surge More or Revive back? Question. Sorry. The fuck is Surge? Surge is the one that gave you like ability power and attack speed. Yep. Okay, in Revive? Yeah. I feel like you know Surge revive. would be fun because I feel like there's no like combat summoners anymore. I Surge, surge would I want... be fun. Can we get Rally back? Rally's so Rally fun. and Fortify. Rally is fun. Isn't Rally it... Banner of Command? Well, Rally would summon a beacon though. It didn't move, right? Rally was it was Jarvan E. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the summoner spell. <laughs> That's one of my favorite spells to use in the whole game. It's very satisfying. Let's give us can we get clairvoyance back? Because uh out of my blue trinket is too long of a cooldown. <laughs> yeah. Or promote was another good one. Mm-hmm. Was pr- promote was banner command. Promote was banner command. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Hmm. Yeah, we should be able to run the... five fortifies again, so I can make my towers invulnerable <laughs> while I'm dead. Yeah. I hate playing the game. I only want my towers to play for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dude, it's so crazy. Uh, Ace at Baron, and then have in my like... towers be invincible for forty seconds. In like modern optimized League of Legends, dude, seeing like some loser top laner who runs like <laughs> fortify. <laughs> rally or some shit or fortify <laughs> like you know promote <laughs> like you know there's just some dude who's like d4 7,000 games who just runs this cringe shit dude you know you know Baus would be running fortify fortify and would like use it perfectly to be like I you never kn- drop tower plates because I always use fortify <laughs> fortify revive actually or fortify exhaust just to yeah. just to be a little bit more cringe just rushes ZZ rot um banner of command and Hullbreaker. And an innervating locket. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yucky. Um, so What's back the best to... breakfast item? <laughs> Unless you were finished. No, I was going to say that's the most important question. In this that is the most important question. I feel like there's one correct answer. What's your one correct answer? I think the correct answer is eggs. Because they're so versatile and you can make them like just a, a billion different ways that um, they're not going to give you the most consistent. They're bad eggs. For sure, mm-hmm. is there? Um, I yes. think like you can you can have eggs that are prepared poorly. How about oh, okay, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like 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 sometimes someone... you just have an egg and it's bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, but someone can like fuck up preparing eggs. Yeah, like they make them scrambled or, or... for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Scrambled eggs are good for two bites, and then they're the worst thing ever created by <laughs> man. Fucking hotel scrambled eggs might be the worst oh, food in existence. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you get like a perfectly fried egg. Oh yeah, no, I'm it's, so, eggs, it's just eggs so good. good. Yeah, I, I think eggs so are the good. eggs are the best. What about you guys? Uh, it's really tough because yeah, there's so many good options. I, at least like recently, I've been a just absolute sucker for like biscuits and gravy. Ooh, okay. Um, but but I do think like yeah, from a general like top down sense, eggs is probably the right answer because like you said, they are so versatile. I'm also gonna say that like. Scrambled eggs can be very, very good if done well, but I feel like most of the time at like diners and especially at like a hotel, you get like a really like hard scramble. Yeah. Like where you don't have like good curds, but if you have like like well developed curds, like a soft scramble, like scrambled eggs can be so good. Can I just say? I, I think. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I'm gonna believe that. I was gonna. I was just gonna like jokingly say. <laughs> If you choose pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Are, are, can I respond to that? Or yeah, do you, yeah, you can go for it. I should. Do you think they're like, they're the, the best, like, 
in that brand, right? I would say like I mean pancakes, I, I, French toast. I think waffles um, are like pretty waffles. decent. Waffle, yeah. French toast is I think, like, I, is, is like I, I like French toast, don't get me wrong. And I also think pancakes are fine, but like you shouldn't choose pancakes as your fucking favorite best or best breakfast item. But like I'm at least not disappointed yeah, yeah. when I have a waffle. I feel like there's some some stank on it. Yeah, I, I understand <sighs> that. I understand that. Um I I think like um I, I think scrambled eggs are good as the base of like a like a sandwich or with something else, but I think they're bad by themselves. Did I put egg on toast or egg on bagel like every day for breakfast? Oh, we're past peanut butter. I mean, or I, is that just that's just a snack? No, he has peanut butter for snack. And I just have dinner. peanut butter all the time. <laughs> Man is half toast. Half toast. I put through a family th- size thing of peanut butter like peanut every peanut month. <laughs> that's insane. Oh boy. Um. Or we finished talking about breakfast. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna shill about how good French toast is because it's fucking great. And you wanna know what makes it great? The fact that you soak it in like an egg custard. <laughs> You're gonna first, say our so. supporters. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> our too. our patrons. Sorry, yeah. You wanna our know good what makes eggs on over on Patreon. So good. <laughs> it's our friends so on funny. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, should I jump come on? In? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all yours. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just still still laughing. Uh, so starting with A, Aaron, actual Yordle, Adrian, sadly not Joshua, Aiden, Alex, Elise, Andrew, Angelholic, Arks Knight, Armis, Arsonist, Austin, Blabby, Blooper, Boba Solo, Brady, Breedable Soraka, Brian, Brosif, Brybump, Camuril, Chandler, Chaz, Cheese for Real, Chuzix, Coastal Toast, Colton, Dabular, Danman, David the Deadly Tiger Ghost Leal. Dekar, Dekopa, Dikaris, Diggity Daxter, Don't Be Creative, Dr. Hufferfer, Dragoon, Drew, Dylan, Eva Unit, Finner, Foxloaf, First Ninja, Gabriel, Gunbunny119, Gunner, Hfire, Hoogabin, Herx, I Cosplay Gragas, Jake, Jamal, Jody, Jay, Jeff, Jesse, Jesse, Jigmink, Joby, John, Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Josh Plank, Joshua, Calzafar, Katie, Chaos Reaper, Kevin, Kevin, Kieran, Clon Amy, Koi the Monkey Boy, Conrad, Crambone, Landon, Leafide, League Saint, Lacona, Lisp Sync, Little Peepee, Lucas, <laughs> Madeline, Man Mannington, Marshall, Mary Makes No Sense, Matt, Max and Mox, Michael, Mijkai, Milkman, Monty, Mr. Ginger, Muse Guy, My Balls, Your Gin, Mystic, uh, Nathan, Nikoj, Nicole, Noah, NYC Poem, Oklahoman, Oscar, Panda Bear 9, Papakush Ivern, Pards Bay, Pocky, Raphael Walter, Rattlesnake Jake, Reckless Viper, Red Lefty, Rugby Ninja, RJ, Ryan, Ryan, Sejuani's Baby Daddy, Seth, Shark is Suffering, Skid Plate 2222, Sky Drill, Stu, Stuart, Sunny, Sunny, Swiggy, T Hubs, Thane, The Last Samurai, Thomas, Titties and Biddies, Trevor, T Scotland, Ty, Ty, Wallace, Womper, Wolf, Wolfie, Wyatt, X Strong, X Walford, Yumi with a Gun, Zach, Xiaoman, and Zill. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, good job, buddy. Thanks, um, if, I learned how to read. If you want to send us an email, it's mentallycastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kingladder, bluebasket, and cast frost. 
Tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook, we're LeeCast. Visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash LeeCast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash LeeCast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.